0: The games have begun, but it's possibly the quietest Olympics I've ever seen. Almost no one is talking about it. No one I know is investing their day watching, but China is declaring their power is undeniable. Protesting This year's Winter Games in Beijing, China, citing their ongoing mistreatment and genocide of the Uyghur people, an inland Chinese ethnic minority within China, not to mention the last few years, the communist nation has made it harder and harder to practice Christianity in country. It's enough for many to say no more. So while China uses these games to paint a rosy picture of their country, millions suffer within their borders. North America has its own problems, of course, but there's something powerful about seeing American and Canadian flags waving in China. It's a declaration of freedom and a commitment to work for it. Even better, Christians wave the banner of Jesus, a much greater freedom, freedom to love and not hate. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing with you the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're starting a new series today called Yes in Christ. I'm curious if our title this week sounds a bit odd to you. What exactly do I mean when I say yes in Christ? Are we saying that anything and everything we could ever want will be given to us in Jesus? No way. That's not it at all. Last week, we were talking about the cure for the blues. And what better time of year for that? After all the cold snow and ice are here. Power's out in some places last weekend. A lot of people haven't seen much of the sun for quite some time. The holidays are behind us. COVID is still here. And there might be war in Europe. There are true concerns about China's expanding influence around the world. Depression and despair seem to be on the upswing. So this week, we're continuing this theme, but with a shift. Yes, in Christ. And that's going to be about the promises of God that give us hope in the midst of this fallen world. In fact, this title comes out of the Bible. Listen to these words from the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. I'm going to read verses 20 through 22. No matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ He anointed us, set his seal of ownership upon us And put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit Guaranteeing what is to come What a passage from scripture All of the Lord's promises to his people find their yes in Jesus Everything the Old Testament saints were expecting Is yes fulfilled in Jesus Christ And through our Savior, we have everything we could truly need. And that's exactly what you and I will be thinking about this week with the help of some of my friends. In a moment, we're going to look to Psalm 77 and we'll hear how the Lord used it in one of my assistants' life during a dark time a few years ago. After the program, I'd like to send you the four-volume set of the Scripture lullabies on CD called Hidden in My Heart. These songs can be enjoyed by anyone, young or old alike. They're filled with God's promises straight out of his word. And the music is so soothing. You can hear a sample of it under my voice right now. But let me say that this music is an extra blessing for those who are struggling with issues in their lives. This is peaceful music for anxious hearts that'll help you and somebody perhaps you know and love find hope in the Lord and sleep in the night. So call us after the program. We appreciate your generous gift to the ministry, and we'll send you the Hidden in My Heart CD collection. The number to call is 800-654-2836. That's eight hundred sixty five haven Or visit us online and listen to samples from the collection. Our website is haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And if you just want the newest CD, that's Volume 4, we can send that to you for a gift of any amount. And speaking of Volume 4, that's what let's open Haven Today with.
1: I am watching over you watching over for you with you through the night and by the light of day i am watching over for you ever watching over to keep Call. Oh.
0: Watching Over You, music written by Jay Stocker from the Hidden in My Heart series here on This Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, and we're thinking about how Christ is with us in the hardest of times this week. We're calling the program Yes in Christ. We're thinking about how we need to cling to his promises found in God's word in difficult moments in our lives. The voice you're about to hear belongs to Chris Smith. He's a friend of mine. He's one of my assistants here at Haven today. Chris was in a dark place a few years ago after his parents divorced. He was about 2,000 miles away from the place where he grew up, and he felt helpless as things unfolded back home. After all, what could he do? Well, there's one thing he could do, and that's what he did do. He turned to the Lord and leaned on him. And during this time, Psalm 77 became a source of great comfort and strength for Chris. So I asked him if he would read the psalm to us. All of it, Psalm 77.
2: I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to hear me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out untiring hands and I would not be comforted. I remembered you, God, and I groaned. I meditated and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyelids from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about the former days, the years of long ago. I remembered my songs in the night. My heart meditated and my spirit asked, Will the Lord reject forever? Will he never again show his favor? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? Then I thought to this I will appeal, the years when the Most High stretched out his right hand. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on all your mighty deeds. Your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God. You are the God who performs miracles, you display your power among the peoples. With your mighty arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, God. The waters saw you and writhed. The very depths were convulsed. The clouds poured down water. The heavens resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was heard in the whirlwind. Your lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and quaked. Your path led through the sea, your way through the mighty waters though your footprints were not seen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Coming from the Psalter,
0: that book in the middle of our Bibles that is nothing but God's handbook, Psalm 77. And thank you, Chris, for reading that to us today. You know, that probably isn't one of the passages of Scripture we think of when we talk about God's promises, is it? Maybe you haven't had the same experiences that Chris went through. But we all experience frustration, pain, and despair, don't we? Maybe a grown child walks away from the faith, or we're grieving the death of a family member or friend. We heard some of that last week. Maybe you've been diagnosed with a terminal illness, and at times like these, we tend to wonder, where is God? Well, Asaph is the man who wrote Psalm 77, and his words that Chris just shared with us are very personal and profound. Now, here's what we know about Asaph. Nothing, really. His name appears on many of the Psalms we know and love, but beyond that, we don't know who he was or even where he lived. But we can know something about his experiences. Here in Psalm 77, he writes, When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out untiring hands. I remembered you, God, and I groaned. I meditated, and my spirit grew faint. Like most of the Psalms, we don't know the exact situation here. Maybe there was illness. Maybe Asaph was mourning a death. Maybe The people of God were having an invasion or a famine. We can't be sure. But whatever is happening caused Asaph to call out to God night and day. And here's the thing. It didn't seem to be helping. Asaph was dealing with something that many Christians down through the ages have felt. He knew in his heart God was all-powerful, and yet he was still suffering. And trying to make these two things fit together seemed like an impossible task. I don't know about you, but I've been there in my own life. After all, how can both be true? How can God be in control while I'm suffering as his child? Have you ever seen a young child trying to put together those big Lego blocks for the very first time? Duplos. I think they're called. Anyway, there he is on the rug or she, and they're excited to try this new toy, but they can't make it work. The pieces don't seem to fit together. And if you and I are honest, that's a pretty good picture of us when life goes bad. We have two pieces. God is sovereign, and yet there's our own suffering, and we can't seem to make them fit together. So where do the Lord's promises come into the picture here? Well, we have to realize what changed Asaph's thinking. He began to remember the deeds, not of his own, but the deeds of Yahweh. And I think that's pretty good advice. And not just for Asaph or the ancient Israelites, it's good advice for you and me right here in the right now. In verse 15, Asaph says these words to God, With your mighty arm you redeemed your people. And what does he mean exactly? Well, like any good ancient Israelite, he was talking about the Exodus. That's what God's people thought about in those days when they heard the words salvation or redemption. Christ hadn't come yet, of course. So when they thought about God saving his people, the most obvious example is when he brought them out of Egypt. But where are the promises of God here in Psalm 77? Well, let's think about this. What did God do way back when? He rescued his enslaved people from the oppression of Pharaoh. He delivered them from those murderous chariots of the Egyptians. Clearly, god was the god who saves and redeems but there's something strange here asaph is talking about the exodus but where are pharaoh and the egyptians they aren't even mentioned once in this psalm instead asaph focuses on the weather and the red sea and why did he do that well because the people of israel were terrified of the ocean it was deep wild dangerous it was uncontrollable water And in the Bible, the sea is often a picture of chaos. But Asaph looks to his Lord, and he says, Your path led through the sea, your way through the mighty waters, though your footprints were not seen. You see, God delivered his people from raging waters, from the chaos of the sea. And that's what brought great comfort and hope to Asaph in the middle of his own chaos. And that... Needs to give you and me hope, too. Asaph looked at the exodus, and he saw what God did for his people in history. And the exodus was always meant to point forward to something better, a greater exodus. That's what Jesus has done for all who believe in him. Because Christ came to earth, lived, died, and rose again for his people. Then everyone who calls in his name will be saved they will be rescued from the oppression of sin and the devil and be safely brought through the chaos. That's God's promise to his people. And it's certain even when life is difficult. As the song says, we are bound for the promised land. Asaph reminds us of what God has done for us. He says, you led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. And that's just as true today as it was back when the people crossed the sea. And remember, they did it on dry ground. Yahweh still protects his people. What a shepherd. What a savior. Won't you trust in him today and not yourself? After all, his promises are the only things that can give us true hope living in a sad world. From the Hidden in My Heart series, Volume 1 there, Be Still and Know, here in this haven today called Yes in Christ. All last week we were listening to the music of scripture lullabies, and I thought we just needed to hear a little more this week. The creator of this special music, Jay Stalker, originally developed his idea for this music series to help bring peace to children when they were afraid at night, trying to sleep. But he was pleasantly surprised when adults began to listen as well. We did create it for children uh, primarily and I think just because people, you know, adults would put the music on for their children and they'd listen in uh, and hear it and appeal to them. And then I think the word just got out to adults and so many adults are recommending the music to other adults. And the reason is because it helps them, it, it does give them a piece to their soul. And when people are going through things or they're feeling anxiety um, or they just, they just need to get before the Lord and calm themselves, hmm. this music serves that purpose so well. And I think that's ultimately why adults have really latched onto it and listened to it. That's my friend Jay Stalker talking about scripture lullabies found on all four CDs in the Hidden in My Heart series. This music is filled with the promises of God set to peaceful music. And everyone I know who's listened has been truly blessed. So if you're struggling from depression or anxiety, fear, whatever, I want to encourage you today to get this four-volume set hidden in my heart. Or if you know someone, they could be an adult, they could be a child, who's really down and times are dark for them right now, get them a set as well. I know this music will bring you and your loved ones great comfort and great peace. So for your minimum gift to Haven today, I want to send you the Hidden In My Heart CDs, one through four, and the number to call right now is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit us online and listen to samples from all four CDs. Check out our resources for depressions that'll pop up when you visit our website. We want to help you and those around you during this dark winter. And if you just like Hidden in My Heart, Volume 4, we have that for your gift as well. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Come back again tomorrow when on Tuesday we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. What's the catch? How many times do we ask this question in our lives? Maybe it's an ad in a magazine or one of those infomercials on TV, some product that just seems too good to be true. We're usually right to be suspicious of these things, of course, after all, how often is anything as good and easy as it seems? But the greatest news we could ever hear does not have a catch. It's too good not to be true. As the Apostle Paul said in Romans 10, if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that's it. No catch. No fine print. Call on Jesus. You will be saved. It's that simple. Go deeper in God's Word daily with Anchor Devotional. Try it out at getanchor.com.